Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You feel yourself being pulled deeper and deeper into a place that you know no one can really escape in better shape than they entered. Ben and Miller's Oscar-nominated film, Foxcatcher, retells the tragic story of a centric millionaire John DuPont's relationship with a pair of wrestlers, the brothers Mark and Dave Schultz. Do you have any idea who I am? Some rich guy calls you on the phone and wants to speak with you about what you hope to achieve. Vice's Eddie Moretti sat down with the cast. Mark Ruffalo, Channing Tatum, and Steve Carell to discuss the movie. Nice to meet you guys. Thanks for talking to me. When I first saw the film, which was, you know, a long time ago, I walked out thinking it's like a great American novel. There's all this iconography behind John and around John, the eagles and everything. All everywhere. Everywhere. And also, like, he's, like, obsessed with, like, I want some American military here. It just feels like... Their film is somewhat of a comment on American exceptionalism. I gotta be honest, I was just I was just taking care of my character and just trying to service that and just try to just keep digging on Mark. Uh, you know, I, I can't really say that I had some message to say about America. I think that's that's in great part what these two characters bond over, and it's it's a missing piece for each of them. I mean, they're. I think they respond to one another in part because they, they're speaking the same language, specifically in terms of that, um, that uh, America needs to be on top, as they always have been and, and right. should continue to be. And wrestling, um, at least in DuPont's mind, was a way to facilitate that. And in Mark and in Dave, DuPont felt that this, this was the way to, to make, you know, to make America that great in the eyes of the world. So, yeah, I think it's definitely one of the themes in in the movie. I, I but I'm with Channing. Like I, I didn't, I didn't enter into this thinking of of the themes necessarily. Do you have any idea why I asked you to come here today? No, no. no. Well, Mark, do you do you have any idea who I am? No. Some rich guy calls you on the phone. I want Mark Schultz to come visit me. Well, I'm a a wrestling coach. And I have a deep love, the sport of wrestling. And I wanted to speak with you about your future, about what you hope to achieve. 
What do you hope to achieve, Mark? Your characters have so much purpose in life, right? You want to win, and you want to win this tournament, and you want to have families. And your character, John Dupont, really doesn't have a purpose and is trying to like construct one and like put one into the middle of his life. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I believe he thinks he has a purpose. Mm-hmm. His purpose is to be the leader of of great men. In America, yeah. In America. In America. And it's interesting you, you bring up the, the idea of, of America. And I, that theme, I think, was very prevalent when this premiered at Cannes. Right. When we, the discussions focused on that more than anywhere else yeah. we have gone with the movie. I yeah. think that will be a theme that I that strikes people that yeah. pops out. And to how people. was that um, screening at Cannes? The idea of walking in and they applaud you before, like the movie plays. It's that almost, doesn't count as much. Well, it, it's almost like for those who are about to die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, and, and then they like, like yeah. close the Shit, door on you yeah. inside there. Yeah, and then, they stand on the end and oh, let you leave. What, yeah. You cannot get in or out of that theater in the yeah. Grand Palais once the doors are closed. It was extreme. It was extreme, and I'm sure it's extreme for everybody, you know, on some level. But it was, uh, I feel like I should never go back. I feel like it's I feel like, same way. I feel like I walked into the casino at Bellagio, put everything I had on black, won, and I should never, ever come back. So I'll be the only person on earth to not have lost. Where does this film fit in your careers? A career is this kind of journey that you, you take that you really don't know where the destination is going to lead you. Mm. And uh, some ups and some downs and some, you know, mm-hmm. nothings. Uh, <laughs> a lot of nothings. A lot of nothings. As far as a whole career goes, who, who, who knows? But I I'm just know that I am uh, feel very honored. You stretched. Yeah, yeah. We all, like, yeah. I know for a fact we all grew. I and stretched waited. watching it, dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Sure. It was a very difficult experience, yeah. too. And and we weren't, we were all sort of... Uh, we were all struggling the yeah. whole time. And so, you know, I- I'm happy to see it uh, embraced the way it is, has yeah. been embraced. How um, do you feel about Bennett now? I think this film is makes him a bona fide American auteur. I mean, I knew what he was after and, and, and the enormity of it. Sometimes I cursed him for it uh, because he made me feel uh, uncomfortable but uh, or challenged me in ways that I didn't want to be challenged. Yeah. Um, but um, I'm so grateful uh, for him and, and know f- for a fact that that guy, you know, he he's is just as contorted as we are. I mean, yeah. he, he's he's struggling with it and 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 and, and really opening tearing himself wide open how did he get you guys involved i talked to him almost seven years ago uh about this film and i'd I'd just done one film at the time uh really of any amount of like uh i guess really character or substance i think and and uh i read the script and he told me about the uh, character and i just I, I gotta be honest. I didn't. I didn't get it. Like I, I didn't understand why to do the film. I, I, like it just didn't uh, on the page. It just was. I, I don't know. I think I was just. I was such a green actor, and I, I didn't know very much about stories or movies or you know. And just 
being honest. Like, I, I was like, I don't know what the lessons are that my character comes away with at the end of this movie. Because and, and that's what they tell you you're supposed to look for, right? I, I like, guess, the yeah. character arc and what's yeah, the... And I, and I think as... And Bennett was a different person then, and he, you know, he, he yeah, was, yeah. he kind of weirded me out. <laughs> like, I was like, who is this guy? Even though, like, I, I understood him and everything he was saying, like, I was just like, I, I don't know. I don't know if I can go on this walk right now. I, and, I, and I think it ultimately was just something very cosmic about it. Um, and Bennett really kind of, I think he helped me usher in a different understanding about what I'm, what I'm doing or what I want to do. And how did you get involved? I wasn't on any list, I think, in, in, in Bennett's head. And my agent rec- suggested me to him. And I think... Your it, agent is a genius. It, it gave him pause. And, he, and we met and talked about it and, uh, and hit it off. I, I, it's the first time I've ever talked to anyone and then done something... And it's exactly how he described it would be. He, even the experience. He's, <laughs> he's he told said, you. Oh, he said it's not going to be easy. It's going to be a struggle um, because we're going we're going to be finding this as we go. And um, but even specific scenes, he he imagined them in front of me and just laid them out in such a specific way. And. When I saw the movie, they were exactly as as he described them. I think we'll we'll give it to the Children's Museum if they have room. Do you agree? I don't care what you do with the train set. I don't care about trains. Mother, I am leading men. I am training them. I am teaching them. I am giving them a dream. And I am giving America hope. Hope. It doesn't matter. I'm glad you have your trophy. It can go in the trophy room, not in the Rosemont case. I don't like the sport of wrestling, as you know. It's a low sport. And I don't like to see you being low. He had such a specific idea going in that I thought we would be just fulfilling his right. vision. Like, but Hitch- it never... like what? the way Hitchcock would have directed you, which is just do this, look just over here. Just do this You're, because you know, this is what I... Got, I yeah, I've got it. This is don't what the worry. storyboard says in my don't mind. Worry. And I want to look at you doing this in the movie. And it, it never felt that way. Right. Um, it was quite the opposite. Every day felt like we were deconstructing right. it and putting it back together. At the end of the day, it might be a completely different... Maybe the same scene, but all of the intentions had shifted within it. And, but it still was what he was right. going for from the very beginning. Right. It, it kind of was a miracle. I don't, know, I don't know how he does it. You're going to also challenge your audience. The world knows you as, as a certain kind of actor mm-hmm. in certain kind of roles. And so when you first appeared on camera, I'm like, what the, is that Steve? You know, like the transformation was so and that's you're going to have that effect 
on the country, on the world, you know. Is that something you were looking for? Well, first, I don't think of having an audience, my audience. People um, know you. But I don't, I don't choose to do things based on what I see as their perception of me. Right. I don't, uh, not that I don't care, but I don't think that can dictate the kind of choices that you make. Because right. then, then, you, then you're just making the wrong sort of choices for the wrong reasons. Right. Um, I... I certainly didn't do it to prove anything to anyone. It was, or even to myself, it was just a, a great opportunity to, you know, to to act in something that was intense and, mm. um, and I'd never done anything that was based on a true story. True story. So there's an added responsibility there, um, and an added level of, uh. Of gravitas to it. How how was that for all of you? Like there were real people behind the scenes. Some of it was the most valuable, I guess, things that I gathered up along the way. And a lot of it was very um, hard and, and confusing to deal with. You know, was he protective bit. over the portrayal no. or the story? Or I, I, I mean, I guess appropriately so. Not not like overly protective. Was he worried? I'm sure, as you would be, um, and. And he should be. You know, this is his... You only get to tell it once, in a way. And he, But he was so open and, and would tell me essentially anything that I would that I, that I would ask. I, could, I, I had carte blanche. I mean, I could just do anything and ask anything. And he would, you know, be as, I think, open and honest as someone that is inside of something as they can be. How close are those moments in the film to you know, the real events. Mark would tell me that he would he would punish himself after he would lose to such a great degree that punishment would be worse than whatever he was going through during the, during the yeah. match. And so that was just my interpretation of whatever that would look like. What do you make of this weird character, John DuPont? The reality of what you can research on DuPont is, frankly much more eccentric than is displayed in the movie but at a certain point you would stop believing it in terms of a of a film in two hours i think and bennett could speak to this better than i could but i think you might stop you might question why he was able to gather these people around him and essentially gain confidences with this kind of eccentric behavior so so, so the the behavior, Dupont's behavior in the film is actually quite subdued. That scene in the helicopter, when the cocaine is revealed, it's not revealed in any grand cinematic way. It's very subtle. It just sort of happens. That's and what makes it so weird, though, that it feels like, oh, okay, this is what billionaire eccentrics do. Right. They just get in their chopper to go and hang out and give a speech and do a couple of bumps along the way and have a vodka. Like, it's just so bizarre. Yeah. It's such a weird world. You know, the film portrays the weirdest world um, I've seen in, in film in a long time. But I don't think it points, points to it. Uh, no. I don't, I don't think it... it uh, I, I don't think there's anything gratuitous about the, the weirdness. No. It's just it's not, part... It's just a world. At a, a moment like that, it just gets a little bit darker, but subtly darker. But you feel yourself, at least when I, when I first saw it, you feel yourself being pulled 
deeper and deeper into a place that you know no one can really escape um, in better shape than they entered. Right. Um, it's 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 going to be it's going to be pretty bad. Well, how is it for you? Because you're creating a character, um, you know, from. I guess some other types of shards. The film takes pains to make you know that he loves his family so much. Yes. He's he has the the successful family that the other characters don't have. I think he cherished his family, and and uh, he gets put in this terrible position. Uh, me and Ben would talk about about just modernity. It's a shame that you have to choose between this little family and this bigger family. Right. But he sort of has to make yeah. this choice. Dave's family survives him. So yeah. Nancy survives him. Yeah. Alexander survives him. Danny survives him. Those people are, are alive today. And you can't forget that this is their story. You don't ever want to feel like you're sensationalizing what's really costly to people. Uh, and so you're, you're walking very gently through this, their lives. It, it, even in the honesty, it's got to be so difficult because in a way, I was devastated when Dave um, decides that he has to go to Foxcatcher because the offer is good. It's the terrible circumstances that they're all under and it was idyllic up until this turn i mean they had everything they needed it was this beautiful place to live john did provide them with with their dream they had wrestlers coming in from all over the world it it was really a special place yeah and it actually went for a lot longer than what probably the film yeah you know makes it feel like the film kind of it, it feels feel concentrated. Like, yeah, and, but it was really over like seven a ten, years, almost seven years. ten. Ten years in it, living in the orbit of this guy. It just got worse and worse. Like, it got really bad. It got worse and worse. Right. And 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 Dave was very actually very close to John. He, Dave was Dave was the one person who would say, "John, you got to stop that. Yeah, you're you're drinking too much, or you're, you know." He was. People say that he was probably John's closest. One person to be honest with John. In the film, you know, it's Dave that John wants, right? First. And then Mark becomes the second, like the surrogate to get Dave to the, to the, to, to Foxcatcher. Why is Dave the object of John's obsession? Dave was a, a kind of legendary coach. And he was also widely loved inside the wrestling community. He was kind of this mythical figure. I think, you know, Mark was was really probably the, the more gifted. But uh, Dave was like kind of being groomed to be the great coach. And he, but he was also a magnet to wrestlers. Yeah. They, they loved him and they wanted to work with him. They wanted to be with him. And mm. so if you're going to put together a team, that's kind of the guy you want to have around. Yeah. And it legitimizes John. You know, there is that that scene where I was like, "Hey, do we need to worry about this guy?" And Dave says, "I, it's no, he's okay. Yeah, we're we're gonna make this work." Hey, John, really sorry about your mother. Oh no, 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 no. It's fine. It's fine. Yes. You sure, David? We have a lot of work to do Mm -hmm. in the next couple of months. 
and you're an integral part of that. I understand? I understand. I'm going to need you. And uh, I will be relying on you to a great extent. I want more than anything to win a gold medal. And we have someone who could do that. Well, we're going to win a gold medal, John. How, how, how are you feeling? About, I feel very good about it. I'm a little concerned that there are some psychological issues that we need to take care of. Uh, I think he's going to be in real good shape. Well, I think you're doing a great job. Thank you, And I think that with you and I Mm -hmm. working in tandem, if we can't get him there, no one can. All right. Get back. Okay. Here's a guy who, who wants more than anything to be loved and respected. He wanted... He wanted the kind of adoration that was afforded to Dave. That he he didn't. He was not a leader of men. He was not. He was not a magnet in any way. He was. He was sort of repellent, mm-hmm. um, and and much of his inner circle, if not all of it, were people that he'd hired to be there. He didn't. Yeah, like, he didn't have a lot like, of close associates. Wow, like um, furniture, basically. It, and it was sad. I, in, yeah. in my mind, it's a very sad place to exist because ultimately you don't have uh, a safety net around you. You don't have people. Aside from, ironically, Dave, um, he, he, didn't, you know, he didn't have people that could be honest and say, you need help or you shouldn't do that. I never thought of him as a villain going in. I never, um, I never considered it that way. I... I think he's a very sad guy and um, tortured and complicated and the product of several things, um, some of them being his upbringing, his, his mental state, which is, is open to conjecture. But, um, but you can't judge, you know, mm-hmm. that's, that's the first thing you learn acting-wise. You can't... You can't pass any judgment on a character that you're going to play there's more physical transformation you know facially for you mm-hmm. than the other um actors did you come up with let's no. do this with the nose and the teeth and because you don't you know it's different than what john looked like and i've seen you know and i'm like that's different it's an interpretation of what john was right. so how did that like well, and that the was, voice like that what, was bill corso yeah, design design. He, he's a, a makeup artist, and he he over several months. It wasn't just showing up on set and and sticking some prosthetics on. He really designed it and took great pains to to camera test and to Dupont had a very specific look and had a very um, idiosyncratic way of talking. Oh, and like- definitely. I mean, and all of those things combined. Um, had an effect on the people around him, so that's what we were going for. That it, it seems outrageous to put a, a, a big nose on a character, but Dupont had a, a very large nose, and it was it was kind of shocking in yeah. person. And that you know, and that had an effect on the people around him. It certainly had an effect when I got into all that makeup and. Was around everybody on set. People, yeah, how did you? How did it make you feel? Well, uh, ostracized. People definitely really? kept me at a distance. 
um, and and I was and and people didn't respond to me in, in at all the same way. How proud are you of having pulled that off? Um, gosh, I just I guess I just don't think of it that way. I'm I'm proud. I'm proud to be a part of this. I don't. I just don't think of it in terms of like the singularity of of my component of the the movie. It. Um, I, I'm I'm happy that I was given that opportunity, but I don't. I just generally don't sit back and revel in anything that I've done. You guys transformed in this film. Also, I'm thankful if it works. I'm I'm thankful if people can will will buy into it. The and, suspension and it, of it, disbelief yeah, is. If they accept it, that's that's great. I bought it. I think I bought it. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, Isn't that amazing that though? And how hard was that for you guys? I know the the wrestling um, was hard. It was. I've done a lot of physical things, and nothing nothing measures up to it. What do I say to Bennett then on Monday? I think you should what play should chess I, with him. Huh? I think you should play chess. Do you play chess? I haven't in a long time. I think you should play chess with him. Why? Nothing's fixed. Yeah. All the variables are there, and he's in really really that's what deep he did inside with, of it. That's what he did with you guys. And that's what he did with the film. Are you a pawn or a rook? I don't even know, man. I'm probably <laughs> I'm probably not even on the board. <laughs> I'm, I'm probably I'm sitting on the side. Yeah, we somewhere. all were in his chess game. I think he's happy. I think he's happy. He's super he's, proud. Yeah, I think yeah. he's very proud. I don't think very many directors could have the the time that he had to edit this without, at some point being sort of diminishing in the return of it. I don't know that many people that could that could live inside of a of a movie this mm-hmm. long and still and still be productive. You know, there are four to use the chess metaphor, there are four chess pieces in this artwork. Um, it's Bennett, but it's the three of you and it's an incredible achievement. The film is uh, astonishing. So, amazing. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thing, and thanks for talking to me. Thanks, yeah, man. Thank you. Thank you.